Hey y'all, your girl is back, live and direct from the prayer closet. You know where I be at, <laughs> since I don't be in the car no more. But happy to be back recording, definitely, um, definitely felt the Holy Spirit nudge to go ahead and get this message out, just to encourage somebody. Y'all know that this podcast is... Um, just a transparent view into my walk and my growth with God. And he is truly moving like each and every day. I just want y'all to know he's still be moving. Even when I'm not recording, <laughs> he still be moving and he's continually molding me. And it's, and it's beautiful because like a, a regular part of my prayer is that I always have a heart that is moldable by God, that God can always work with me. And so I always pray against having a hardened heart where he can't get through to me, where I where I can't listen and where um just so that I don't ever get to a place where I feel like I've reached this peak in my spiritual walk or anything like that. Um that no matter how much I I grow and mature spiritually that he can always mold me, that he can always do something with me and truly feeling that and seeing that out like it's really it's really crazy because I think that when you get on fire for God and you're you're um you're constantly like kind of on on this high with him like when you when you have that you're always kind of looking for that that next level that next surge on that that next mission to accomplish and things like that and I was definitely um, I was definitely like that, especially if you listen to like old, um, episodes in the very beginning where I was like mad hype, like, God, just give me the next test and just all of this. <laughs> and that's cool and all, but I mean, ultimately, like, I don't ever, I don't want to be so focused on kind of that, that next level that I'm not looking to get kind of the fullness out of the level that he has me at right now. Um, that I that I look past the importance of those small things within me that um, that I'm always looking for him to just mold me and um, as opposed to always lifting because you know everyone you're not always gonna be in a in a season of elevation you're not always gonna be in a season of kind of that next best thing and that's okay you know you might be in that season right now and like that's cool and we should always be seeking to grow and mature because that's what the word tells us so that we're not he doesn't always expect us to be eating baby food but it's still important that we don't overlook kind of those small things that are foundation that we don't kind of forget the basics too um the basics of you know what it looks like to really live out this word you know there's a lot of people that can that can quote a lot of scripture that can that can you know what i'm saying um that can that I mean that pretty much know the Bible up and down, but I mean ultimately, I mean the word does say that you know we we can look at the fruit that 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 you bear, and so I always want to be in a position where like at the same time while I'm trying to grow and I'm trying to hear from God and I'm trying to you know seek God on on what to do with the podcast and and these other things that I'm working on and all that, but I don't forget the importance of my fruit and um and so I wanted to I wanted to come to record because I feel like a lot of times when we're when we're kind of when we're reaching out and we're kind of ministering to others we expect 
everyone to kind of understand at the same level in which we understand. And I feel like there might be some who are kind of newer to trusting God, or you might be newer to your walk. You might not be new to knowing who he is, but you might be new in, or, you know, kind of fresh. I don't even say new, because sometimes, you know, we be on that walk and then we fall off. You know what I'm saying? Definitely been there. Um, but not even necessarily, you know what I'm saying, new, but kind of fresh to your walk and seeking God. And you might be, you might be hearing from folks where, I can understand from the other side how some things about how to hear from God and how to trust God and how to believe and all of that can sound cliche, for lack of a better word. It sounds like it's this mystical, like easy thing, like when when people talk so easily about hearing from God and things like that. It kind of be like, okay, so you mean to tell me God coming down and sitting next to you and you just, you know, having a conversation? You know what I'm saying? Like, I think that sometimes, um, those who you know are in the are in um kind of i guess the habit or they have kind of grown that relationship to where they've you know fine tuned their ear for the holy spirit and they know how to hear when they're talking to other people sometimes it comes off like yeah all you got to do is you know what i'm saying listen to god you know what what did god tell you to do about it you know what i'm saying and then i can i can understand excuse me how it can be like okay well God don't just come and sit next to me and talk to me. So how am I supposed, how am I supposed to hear from God? And you know, I think that what I love about what God has me doing with this podcast is that you get to hear, you get to hear, you know, a true, um, realistic perspective of how that is. Like I, you know, I've, I've shared this entire, you know, journey with y'all. So we're in October now, you know, and I started recording in January. Um, so we're a few months in of me truly seeking, seeking God and chasing God and allowing God to transform me. So y'all are looking at a, you know, nine month kind of transformation, essentially. But as I always mention, I've known God my whole life. <laughs> I grew up <laughs> um, in the church, but really more so grew up, you know, learning that, you know, we are the church. So, you know, I had church at home <laughs> a lot of times. My mom had her own church at, at uh, one point. And I've been to different churches, definitely been to a lot of different churches and stuff like that. But, you know, God isn't a, a stranger to me um, and never has been. But I mark my journey as far as, you know, truly chasing him and wanting to live um, live what I knew instead of just hearing and, um, and knowing of him and wanting to build and actually build a relationship with him. I'm new to building a relationship with him. So I can tell you firsthand about kind of the process of trusting God and I'm still in it. I think you're always in it. And I don't, you know, I think that I get the feeling that with church folks there, they kind of look at, um, they kind of paint it like patriarchy, I feel like. Like there's all these levels and once you get to a certain level, you can't be bothered by, you know, those who are spiritually lower level and they kind of speak, they kind of speak above you in a way that you can't really grasp, you know, what they're, what they're saying and they can make it seem like it's so easy as far as they can easily tell you, oh, well, have faith and, you know, believe in them and things like that. But things like that, you don't just kind of master that. That's something that you're you're always continually submitting to God. You're continually asking God um, to allow you to trust him. And um, you're continually asking God to um, um, 
to let his will be done. Now, that's that's a continual checking type of thing. And I know that it can be I feel like it can be discouraging sometimes when you're hearing people so easily talk about hearing from God and talking to God and having faith in God and trusting God. And I'm here to tell you, like, I've been, you know, been in it for, you know, about nine months now, and I'm continually having to trust God. <laughs> and your trust is your trust is shown by, you know, what are the things that you're what you're what are the things that you're, you know, consistently worrying about? You know, you know what I mean? Like looking at those things, it's like, okay, I still need to trust God in this area. And just because you're struggling with trusting him in in one area doesn't mean that you just don't trust God overall. Oh, you're not trusting God because you worried. It's not like that. You know, that's not realistic to say that worry allows, um, puts a light on where you need to press into him more. That's, that's all that that is. And when we're saying, you know, talk to God and to trust him, like that's just like with any relationship where you're building a relationship with him. You, you may have just started back praying. You know what I'm saying? You may have just started back, um, journaling and, and meditating. You may have just started really actually reading the Bible. It's a process and you don't have to put pressure on yourself or get discouraged because, well, dang, like, I, I don't think that I'm really hearing from God. I don't really know how to do this. You know, you might be, you might have just learned, what the gospel is. You might have just, you know what I'm saying? You might be at that beginning stage, but don't be discouraged by how easily sometimes people may tell you, oh, well, just trust God or just listen to God. Like, because, you know, we know, we know it's, it's folks knee deep in the Bible, knee deep in the church. You know what I'm saying? And if you really, if you really talk to them, you'll see where their faith is lacking too. And so I point that out. I point that out to show that there is no like peak in this thing. You don't just, you know, reach this peak righteousness and you're all good. You know what I mean? And so I think that that's unfortunate that, that folks in the church can, can allow you to feel like that because if you're really talking to folks like they like everybody has an area where where you know they could probably trust God more or they could probably you know go to God on things more there's there's probably areas in your life where you're leaning on your own understanding there's probably areas of your life where you're dependent on your own strength and you actually have faith in yourself and that's okay we just got to get to the point of acknowledging it and giving it to God as always you're a work in progress you know what I mean? And it's just as far as like trusting him and being able to have faith in him, that don't just happen overnight. And it, like you didn't you could have you could have gave your life to Christ on Sunday and by Monday you 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 don't don't expect that, you know, well every everything's all good. I just fully trust God with everything and that's something that's easy to do. Like don't don't look at it like that cuz then you'll get discouraged and you'll go back to your old ways. You got to understand if you're if you're new to a journey when you're or or just in general when you begin on that journey of truly seeking God, you've been doing it your own way for all these years. You know what I'm saying? You've trusted yourself for all these years. You've had faith in yourself for all these years and now you're trying to invite the Holy Spirit in and trust it and <laughs> That's just, it just don't happen that easy. You're now building this new relationship. You are now, you are now um, placing your trust in something else. And that's okay. You don't have to put that pressure. And that's the good news. That's a part of the good news that we don't have to, we don't have to carry that pressure. You've counted on yourself to do all of these things. Eventually you'll get tired of that. 
you trying to you might be juggling mad different things different projects you might be you might be a parent you might be working you might have a relationship you're trying to build you're gonna get tired at some point <laughs> nobody can tell you when your breaking point is gonna be I encourage to begin the process of trusting God. I don't say that, you know, I I, I just really don't ever want to be somebody that's, that's speaking from an unrealistic, you know, standpoint. Realistically speaking, you're always, you're always learning to trust God more. But what I can say from my own experience is all he needs is that first step. <laughs> all he needs is for you to give him a try. Just imagine like, like, God putting himself on the sideline, like tag me in. He could easily intervene (laughs) and hop in the game and just take over. But he allows there to be a choice. He allows himself. And that is a part of like how humble, like he, he's just so, he's just so great. Like you really, you really allow us to, you, to call on you. Not to say that he don't intervene and he'll intervene, you know, without you having to ask him, you know, that's just how he do things too. But the fact that he don't just, that he allows for it, for there to be a decision that he really just put himself on the sideline, like just tag me in. All you got to do, you trying to put all these other players in, you trying to put money in, you trying to put yourself in, you trying to put this mentor, you trying to put, you trying to put this pastor, you trying to put all these people in place of just tagging me in tag me <laughs> like I promise it's it's the best it'll be the best decision that you make when you truly make that decision to okay let me trust God and it's okay for your first step to be I don't really know how to do that okay so you saying to trust God you saying to quit stressing about how I'm gonna juggle all this stuff you're saying to do that but okay how do I trust God well I'm here to tell you that that is where you start. You go to God, you go in prayer and let him know that you know that you should, you heard on the street that you should trust him, but you really don't know how to do that. And that just that simple step is the beginning to trusting him. <laughs> that is literally, I promise, I'm not just talking I promise I'm speaking from experience. I don't I don't say nothing that I ain't live that I ain't live myself. I'm telling you from experience, that is the first step. When you acknowledge it, acknowledging it, submitting it. And for some and for some of us, that might not be where the problem is. Okay, you can get there. Okay, so then what you do after that? It's that is that obeying too. Okay, so how do I, okay, so how do I obey? How do I hear? You can only obey once you hear what the instructions are. So, okay, how do I hear? You saying it just, you know, sit down and, you know, listen, but like, okay, so God be coming to your room, like, how am I supposed to do this? Get in his presence. And I'm not somebody that, that feels like there's one way to do something. So I shy away from trying to tell you what getting in his presence should look like for you. You know, getting in his presence might be, you know, I'm saying you go for a run and, you know, I'm saying you you be in prayer during during your run. So like that's that's your presence for, you know, that might that might be your thing for somebody else. You know, I'm saying you it, it might be doing another activity and you put on some praise and worship music, you know, whatever it is, whatever it is that you get in his presence, you know, that's you know, that's between y'all. But you get in his presence so that you can hear from him truly. 
and humble you. It's about humbling yourself before him. There's no need. There's no need in trying to flex to God. There's no need in trying to give excuses to God. He's God. He knows everything. So you don't have to you don't have to go to him with the excuses. You don't have to go to him with this surface level stuff. He already knows what's deep within. So you might as well lay it out. If you've ever prayed, if you've ever prayed with me, you know that I don't get like this 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 uh this different like voice or or tone or anything like when I'm praying. Like it's it's a conversation. I talk to God straight up. You know? It's is of um I'm of course, you know what I'm saying, you know, acknowledging and praising and thanking him and all and all these other things, but it's a it's a conversation, you know what I'm saying? Like it's however, however, you know what I'm saying, you talk to him like that's how I'm not I those type of things, those type of details, I don't want to get into those little details about how you can talk to God, how you can hear from God. That is, you know, that is for you to figure out for your relationship. This is your relationship with him. I do know that it takes intentionality. You know, it takes it takes more than, OK, well, in passing, I'm just talking. And it is more than when you're building a relationship It's more than talking to him. You can't build a relationship off of just talking to somebody. You talking to them in order for the relationship to grow, like y'all getting to know each other and all that, like they would have to talk to you, too. Right. So like getting in a place where you're talking to God and, and getting in a place where you're hearing from him as well. Once you can hear from him, you can obey him. And a part of that hearing process, he speaks a lot through his word. So like I've said before, if you're still trying to build and grow this relationship with God outside of the Bible, sorry to tell you, all roads lead back to the Bible. You're going to have to get up in that thing. Like I get it. I'm trying to tell y'all I got, God has been a part of my life my whole life. I only just opened up this word for real. It's okay. That is why he blessed you with a new day. You have another opportunity to obey for somebody. God been telling you to open up that book. <laughs> he been telling you to do that. Now you need to go in and open that thing up. Go on and go on and get up in that thing, whether that be whether that be the, the Bible app, whatever it is, get up in that thing. And no, I ain't just talking about the cheat code of you get a you get a sermon, you get a script, uh not a sermon, a um a scripture emailed to you each day or text to you and it pop up on your screen and you read your little scripture for the day and all right, God, well, you know, I'm check that off my list. No, get up in that thing. Get up in that thing, quit trying to cheat code it. You're not fooling, remember, you're not fooling nobody. But yourself, because if you thought you was fooling God, you are in for you are in for a surprise. You're not fooling him. Get up in that thing. You either really tired of doing it on your own. You either really tired of letting yourself down or you not. But when you do, there is somebody ready and available for you to trust him. Because the thing about the thing about our situations that we that we might be struggling with, with trusting him on. It isn't, it's crazy that it's crazy how our mind works and how things are set up because we don't want to, we don't want to take things to God, but who better to, to take these situations to than the one who already knew about them. Like, and I think, and God gave me that revelation the other night when I was in a prayer closet going through it. And he just, it's like he dropped it on my spirit. Like, this isn't a surprise to me. I am not surprised by what you got going on. I am not surprised by this situation. Did you forget that I was author of your life? I am not surprised. I cannot be surprised. 
And I really sat there like laughing, like, no, that's funny. No, that's funny. And I tell y'all, like how me and God relationship and how I hear from God, like it's it's very funny because I feel like I hear from him in a way that in a way that matches my communication style. Like God be very direct with me, like very like, all right, sis, like get up, get up. <laughs> I be feeling like God be talking to me like that. Like, girl, get up. You have been down there long enough crying about the same old thing. Like, I ain't tell you what to do. Like, when get up. And still being a father, because he still he still reaching reach out a hand. He still dust my little knees off because I'm on the ground looking stupid. Like, still do all of that. But I just love the way we communicate. Because he really like when he told me that, it was really like, okay, yo. Duh. You know what I'm saying? Of course, you're not surprised. So why would I be withholding? Why would I shy away from giving something to God as if he don't already know what to do with? He already knew it. So he'd be the best one to go to, to give it to in order for me to trust him to see me through it. He's not surprised by my by, by what I'm stressed about. He's not surprised by he's not surprised by the fact of how you feel in your workplace. He's not surprised by your boss trying you. He's not surprised by that coworker. He's not surprised by any of that. And so when we really think about it from that perspective, we don't really have a reason to doubt that he can get us through it. Why doubt that he could get us through when he already knew? <laughs> like, that is exactly who we should go to. We look for our problems to be solved by... We look for our problems to be solved by these other means, like, you know, trying to take things into our control. And that's that's another part of the good news. Like he can handle it. If we just go get in his presence, we can we can truly hear from him and have peace about what that next move is, because we still going to have to do something. Something still has to be done in the situation. We don't just sit there and just like, okay, well, I prayed to God. All right. Well, it's in his hands. We still need to be doing something. Now, your doing could be to be patient. Your doing could be a certain response to a situation. Like there's a, there's a ton of different situations that we could apply this to, but still something's going to have to be done. Even if the, in the midst of this whole situation, God needs you to press into him, that's still an action item that needs to be done. So in your situation, as a form of submitting it to him, ask him what you need to do. And he for sure let me know about myself as far as y'all know. I talk about, um, you know, with growing my marriage and everything. And he completely helped shift my perspective on like, okay, you're looking at what needs to be done on your husband's end. But that's pride. That's pride. You looking at what 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 they need to do. You need to worry about yourself. You you think that there's nothing that I need to do with you during this because you just got it so all together that (laughs) that the problem must be him. Right. (laughs) I mean, completely gathered my whole life. So in the midst of this situation where all I'm wanting is for him to get it together I never even considered what I needed to get together. Or I might have slightly considered just to say it, thinking that I could fool God. He knew my heart for real. No, sis, you get get on down off that little high horse and let me work on you. I got him covered. You, ain't, you, don't, need, you don't need to be worrying about him. 
You need to be looking at you and what I need to do with you during this. I'm like, well, all right, let me get on up off this horse then. Child, okay. And honestly, that perspective, like it really clicked for me. And I've had so much peace, so much peace, so much peace about it. That don't mean that, okay, whatever I was feeling before is just necessarily turned off. And that's the thing about peace. We think that the peace is only going to come once the problem's solved. You can get peace in the midst of the problem. The peace is really more about the perspective. Sometimes, you know what I'm saying? Now, you might be another level of peace. Of course, that's what we all aim for the problem to be solved. But that's the good thing about peace. And that's the good thing about true peace, which only comes from him. All these other things will be temporary. Beforehand, I was just finding temporary peace because, oh, well, there's no problem right now. We good right now. So that now I have peace about it. No, I don't know who you're fooling. There is no peace there. I have peace now. And not that it's just fully solved. He helped with my perspective. He's working on my heart. And God just doesn't, God just doesn't become good once he has solved all your problems. I get that a lot of sermons are, are going to hype you up that, you know, God is taking you to your next level and, and God's got a blessing waiting on you and God's going to get you through this storm. You're on, you're on the way out of that storm. You might've just started that storm. I'm sorry to break it to you. I'm, I, I'm, somebody got to tell somebody the truth around here because when things don't happen, how some of these sermons hype it up to be, then you get disappointed and your disappointment automatically is going to go to God. You might be at the beginning of your storm. You might have to go through your storm for a minute. Sorry. Nobody said you sign up for God and now all your problems and your trials and all your tribulations are just out the window. Sorry. The word don't say that. It don't. You could be at the beginning of your storm. You could be in the midst of your storm. You could have a little bit more time in your storm. But God isn't just good when he gets you out of the storm. He never stopped being good. And that's why, that's why joy is your weapon. And why like you worship through it. You thank him and you praise him because that is what the enemy is trying to take you. Um, God, the enemy, not that the enemy always causes, if you're going through trials and tribulation, it isn't all just, oh, what the enemy did, the enemy did it. But what he, what his plan is in the midst, whether he initiated it or whatever, his plan is to take your joy, to take your worship. Because he knows that's a part of what you fight with. So we got to change our minds from, you know, thanking God only once we get out of that thing, praising him and rejoicing and celebrating all of that once we've made it out of the problem. Worshiping him in the midst, that is an act of trust because you can worship because you know he going to get you out of there because there isn't a battle that he hasn't won. That's why you need to know the word. You would only know that he hasn't lost a battle if you knew the word. That is why you that is why and how you fight with the word, because you can stand on you can stand on those things that he says. How are you going to know his promises and what he says if you don't know the word? You're not going to learn all you need to know by way of just listening to that preacher on Sunday. That ain't going to get you where you need to go. It's really not. You got to worship through that thing. You got to thank him through that thing because you know, you know, he going to bring you out. You know, you might not know when, but he's still good regardless. So we don't have to just thank God and praise God on the back end because of the blessings. If don't nothing good happen in your life for the next month, he's still good. He don't have an on and off switch for his goodness. 
And we don't just go to God so that we could just get just the abundance of just blessings and good things. Like, no, that's not how he set up. And you would know that if you read his word. But if you were depending on, if you just so happen to be only listening to a preacher that, you know, goes for, you know, the prosperity preaching, the good, you know, the, all the good stuff and the the nice fluffy things about God and all of that, like you're going to have, you're going to have a false understanding of who he is truly. Cause you'll go through this life thinking that if bad things happen, then I must've did something or, or God must not be, you know, present. I need to do something in order to get this blessing. Let me, let me get in this word because I need God to come through for my business. We just doing something to get something. That's just that. That's not how it works. That's not how he is set up. And you would only know that for yourself through the experience of him. And if you know his word. And knowing his word is just a part of building that relationship. I don't know the Bible up and down, y'all. <laughs> there is no peak to just, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I don't, I don't look to try to just parade all of the, the things and the new levels that I've reached and God has shown me this and God is doing that. I'm not out here trying to look like the shiniest Christian to nobody. Like, I don't care nothing about that. I don't care about making sure everything that comes out of my mouth is I was blessed and did it. I'm not trying to prove nothing to nobody. My light, my fruit should be able to prove that. When you encounter me, when you have a conversation with me, you should be able to see that. You know what I'm saying? I don't have to, I don't have to parade everything, every little thing that God has done, every little thing, you know what I'm saying? I don't. Then that ain't that ain't doing it. It's plenty. It's plenty of people putting on. But then you see them when they mad, you see them when they frustrated, you see them when they offended. That that'll be the real them. Like, let's see that fruit. then. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So don't be so impressed by the people you don't 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 get encouraged. Don't get discouraged. I mean, by the people who might be knee deep and all of that. Have your own relationship with God and stand on that. And don't let nobody let make you feel small or, or anything because of where you are in your walk. This thing isn't an overnight thing. You don't just snap your fingers and say, well, God, I trust you. And now everything is handled. You don't just choose. You don't just choose to, you know, follow God and seek God. And then now your faith is just rock solid. Make sure that you, you've gotten your foundation right. You know what I'm saying? And the thing about the foundation is that storms can come. It might knock down a few rooms up in your house or whatever, but your house will still be standing. For sure. So I just came in to tell y'all some real guy still working. He's always working. I struggle too. I struggle too. I lose faith sometimes <laughs> in certain areas. That's the beauty of this relationship. He doesn't leave me. You know what I'm saying? I can, you know, I can get, I can get it back together because of him, because of his grace. It's unmerited. So, just thought I'd encourage y'all today. It ain't some overnight thing. Just give them, give them a try. Take that first step. You know, it might be, ooh, I don't know how to do this. This feels awkward. Pray it out loud. Do it. I promise you, make it happen. Pray out loud. I mean, I'll be praying. I'll talk to God and stuff. You know, I'll be telling him about, that's cool. Let's take it another step. Let's hear from him. Okay, but I don't know if I, okay, ask God for signs. 
You just never know. Like God, that's how God was doing me in the beginning where I was, where he was trying to teach me how to be obedient. It's like he was confirming every little thing, every little thing I was getting a confirmation for. And that was him showing me like, okay, I can get, give you a little tidbit. You know what I'm saying? You can trust me. You know what I'm saying? And that's how, that's how he worked for me. So maybe asking for that. God needs some confirmation. How do I know when it's you for real? Like, I want to truly trust you. He's not trying to withhold nothing from nobody. I promise you. It ain't some little secret code that you got to crack or something. He's not trying to withhold nothing from you. Invite his spirit and don't be afraid to call on the Holy Spirit. You need the Holy Spirit. <laughs> I'm let you know right now. That is a major key. You need him to enter in. Ask the Holy Spirit to enter in. Even if that don't fully make sense to you, <laughs> say it. Say it in your prayer. Holy Spirit, I need you. Because the Holy Spirit is your guide. Ask the Holy Spirit to go before you. Ask him to enter in. He's not trying to, there ain't no secret. You need to say this this many times. You got to chant this. You got to get on your, you got to get on your knees. You got to get up. You got to spin around. And then you can get to, no, no, he's just, that's just not how he works. It's not how he works. He wants your heart. The words that you've been giving him, sorry, he wants your heart. <laughs> that ain't going to cut it. He knows the difference. Now it's just time for you to know the difference. All right, y'all. I didn't get y'all something, something to chew on for a little bit. I didn't get y'all a whole little thirty-something minutes. Okay, now I don't know when I'm coming back, but y'all got something to chew on. You can go back and listen to old episodes. Remember, leave a review, please. Give me some stars. Write up, you know, write up how you know you feeling about it. Let me know how you feeling. Remember, I'm always open for prayer. Love to pray. Love it. Love it. Love it. Share if it blessed you. Let it bless somebody else. Thank y'all for listening as usual. See y'all next time.